to do that things the first bend the dream of opening and running a business together. I hope this podcast will be inspiration and encourage you to dream big and chat with those who've been on the journey before us and listen to their stories. I'm your host, Susanna, friendship storyteller from Susanna Jane Photography. You are so welcome and so glad you're here. Happy International Friendship Day, podcast friends! If you're listening in real time, which is the 30th of July 2021. And if you're not, still a happy friendship day to you too. And this has to be the perfect day um, to release this episode. Our guest business is built with the ethos of helping people to preserve their memories better, uh, to empower people to spend time with their memories in a physical way, and belief that photos should be visible and discoverable. Just snapping some little quotes from our interview there because they articulate so clearly that I won't even try. They jointly run a business from different states in the US with different time zones. And we recorded this in three different time zones because, of course, I'm in the UK. And our guests are Aneri and Sammy of Project Memory, who have made beautiful photo albums for a new generation who have a million photos on their phone, but where the precious ones can get lost amongst the screenshots and selfies. They articulate so clearly in this episode their belief and passion for this work and it was such a delight for me to listen to this conversation again. We also talk about uh, this being their first business after college, started during uh, graduation, then went on to full-time jobs, moving to different time zones and continuing to build and develop project memory amongst all of that. They have some absolute gems and insight into entrepreneurial culture, inconsistency and ways to support each other and how to make it happen. Um, So this really is just a gem of an episode and I hope you love it as much as I do. So welcome Aneri and Sammy. Um, I'm so pleased yeah, to have you on the podcast um, because just as we were saying I just think your story is amazing already and I only know a little bit about you from sort of the bits from Instagram and bits from your website and your blog um, but I would love to start off with maybe if you could introduce um, to our listeners who you are and um, how you know each other, how you became friends, a little bit maybe about your journey so far. Yeah um, so well I guess I'm an Aerie. Um went to UCLA with Sammy. We both graduated in June 2020 um, it was over a live stream commencement ceremony. It was wonderful. Um, and then we've, so I majored in cognitive science and computing and minored in entrepreneurship. And Sammy also did the minor in entrepreneurship. I'll let her talk more about that. Um, but that's kind of one thing we had in common. And I guess we essentially met through student clubs. So we were both in this club called Bruin Entrepreneurs. That was just a space for students interested in starting their own business to come together and learn from each other. And then um, that's kind of we, that's kind of where we met. But then I think we became close friends after we started living together one summer. Um, I think yeah, just being on each other's spaces really um, brings you together. Um, and then we just worked on a lot of different projects together, like for our clubs. We've taken a lot of classes together because we had the same minor and things like that. And we just figured that we work very well together somehow. We're very different people in a lot of different ways, but it kind of fits together. Um, so last year when we had sort of last class left for our entrepreneurship minor, uh, we had to pick a business to sort of pursue as sort of like a capstone real life application class. And so one night, Sammy just kind of came over to my apartment and we just started drafting a business plan for this idea around like helping people preserve their memories better. Then we went to the professor to pitch the idea to say, hey, can we use this for this last class that we have? And he rejected us very hard saying it's no, it's like not at the stage where it should be. So you can't really do this for this class. 
Um, so we kind of just like let it go. And then honestly, I think one day Sammy was trying to find a photo album for her spring break trips and she just couldn't find a good one. Um, and she ended up texting me, uh, texting me in the middle of the night saying, Hey, let's start a photo album business. I'll set up a Slack group for us. Let's do it. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. And then we kind of just started brainstorming after that, I guess. That's amazing. Sammy, how did you go? Yeah. Um, so Anari kind of covered basically how we met and how like that kind of led to Project Memory. But I guess I'll just introduce myself as well. Um, like Anari said, I was also at UCLA. I studied business economics. I went to UCLA with um, the goal of uh, learning about business so I could start my own business someday. So this is, you know, this whole ride has been really cool and, you know, really aligned to what I want to do. And um, I also minored in entrepreneurship like Anari. And we did a lot of classes there. Um, and um, I was really involved in the entrepreneurship scene um, with Anari. We were um, part of Brew Entrepreneurs. And um, I was also um, part of the consulting scene on campus as well. So uh, that's what I do now for a living. Um, so I'm currently now based out of Chicago. I'm a technology consultant and I do project memory on the side. Well, another interesting fact about me is also I'm, I'm from Indonesia. So I'm also an inter an international student um, living and working in the U.S. right now. And so you both had gone into uni, had you with the sort of mindset of one day I might want to like own a business? Oh, I went into college on mess. Um, I actually started as a neuroscience major. So I thought like that's something I wanted to do. Um, but then I was also really interested in like computer science and I wanted something that kind of like blended both. Um, so that's how I changed my major to cognitive science, which is sort of a blend between psychology and computer science. Um, and then I think like my dad has always been an entrepreneur at heart. So like we've had a lot of discussions around that. So it's kind of been this deep seated thing in me. But I think I really started to you know connect with that business side once I started discovering all these student clubs and stuff like that. And then once I met like like my people, I guess I figured that that's kind of what I wanted to do. And so how long did you guys live together for then? So we lived together for two summers. So the summer of 2019 and then um, coincidentally the summer of 2020 because 2020 just sort of threw a lot of changes and plans for us. So it was two summers, yeah. I was saying just to Emma and Ari, Sammy, just before like we came on, that is a quite like, it's not even been a year and that is quite something for you both. Like you've graduated, you both have moved to like completely different sides of the countries and you've opened a new business. I mean, that's so much in one year. It's amazing. And um, so tell me some more about this um, club that you met in. I haven't heard about that kind of um, opportunity or thing before. What sort of did you learn from that? Or what was that geared towards? I think in, in uh, UCLA or like, I guess in uh, American colleges, there's a lot of like student clubs geared towards like different upper, different career paths, I guess, and different uh i guess interest groups and um brewing entrepreneurs is one of them so it's basically a club that holds a lot of events workshops uh programs that basically um fosters i guess entrepreneurship in the community um so i joined that freshman year because um like i said before i really wanted to start a business so i came in kind of with that intentional um like oh i'm gonna learn the skills and i'm gonna learn from the people who did start their business and I didn't, I didn't think I would start a business like right out of college or anything, which is why I was still like looking at different professional career paths. But that was definitely something in the back of my mind, which is why I was very um, involved in the scene. Um, and yeah, like I, I served in the in the board, so like the organizer of the events, kind of just like help, um, like you know, planning like different events and different programs, like along with all the students who were there. 
And then Neri joined like in my second year um, in the club. And I think we just worked together um, on a lot of things. We served in the executive board together, um, really trying to grow the club. And then um, on my senior year, I kind of took a step back and Neri actually became the president of the club. So yeah, both of us were really involved in it. So Project Memory, I read a couple of really gorgeous blog articles on um, that you'd written about sort of preserving memories, you know, and just day-to-day life and the importance of that. I wonder if you two maybe could talk just a bit about your, you know, your vision behind it, the passion for it, you know, what you thought that was lacking that made you think this is something that, you know, a little market that we could serve. Yeah, so I guess there were several things that kind of went into it. So Sammy and I both love journaling and sort of writing about our memories, just like reflecting and things like that. Um, Sammy does it a lot more than I do, but I've sort of taken a liking to it as well. Um, And so we both always really felt like preserving your memories and just like taking the time for yourself to like reflect on your life is really important. Um, But we also know that we live in a very chaotic world and that's not always possible. So we've always just really valued that aspect of being able to spend time with yourself and, you know, think about your memories and stuff like that. Um, I think one big thing that we were thinking about is, you know, we have our iPhones and they're full of a million photos. I keep getting my, your iPhone storage is full notification like every other day, Um, mainly because I have way too many photos in my like photo album on my phone. And it's just so hard to like actually separate out the very important moments from like the million screenshots and, you know, selfies that I just took and never deleted. Um, so it's kind of like the really precious memories just get lost in that. And I love technology. I work in tech, but sometimes there are things that just get lost in that sort of digital um, world, I guess. Um, and then last year when stuff just really got rough with COVID, I think for me personally, I just like really realized the importance of like cherishing what's good and really celebrating the good things. Um, so sort of combining all these different factors, we just started brainstorming together Um, So we do this thing for like two months where we set up these one hour work sessions where we just come together and like ideate and like look for inspiration. We didn't say we were starting a business or anything like that. We didn't want to put pressure on ourselves. We just wanted to have fun with an idea. Um, And what we really thought about is like, you know, going back to when we were kids, we know that like our parents had these big photo albums with like a lot of photos. And to date, it's super fun to like flip through them and you know, look at all those times. And I think it just like having something physical and like flipping through it just like hits different, I guess. Um, so we wanted to sort of bring back that aspect in a way. Uh, but the thing is, if you go onto Google or anything and look for a photo album, they're all just really flashy, like stuck in the 90s. They have like live, laugh, love written all over <laughs> it. And it's just really easy. Um, so we wanted to just sort of design something that one, of course, empowers you to spend time with your own memories in a physical way. And then also something that looks good in your home, something that becomes a part of your home by becoming sort of this aesthetic piece that, you know, you can have with you for a very long time. So, yeah, that was kind of, I guess, the initial um, thinking behind all of it. And a lot of the feedback that we got uh, um, for the product as well has been really I guess uh, it shows that we've kind of achieved that mission with the kind of the design that the design direction that we took it. So a lot of people say like, oh, yeah, like this is nice enough to put on a coffee table or like, you know, on the shelf in the living room, which is de- like definitely the goal. So we definitely want to stick to kind of that that sentiment, um, because I think a part a big part of the mission is also like photos should be more visible and discoverable. Like that's like one like uh, value that Anaria and I really like discussed when we were like beginning the conversation it's like 
we have a lot of photos on our phones and I'm, I am a huge proponent of taking photos, like taking a lot of photos when like, it doesn't even have to be like nice, super like polished photos. It doesn't even have to be like posted or anywhere, but it, you know, it just take the photos in the moment because like, have you ever felt the feeling where you're, you know, you're just flipping through your album or just going through a camera roll and then you like see a random photo and you just like bring back a lot of memories that you kind of just forgot, but it's there, right? You just need a photo to trigger it. Um, so it's really important to kind of just, um, you know, like see these photos on a daily basis or just like kind of like we have it discoverable so you don't lose those memories. I remember I had a trip to Vietnam and I took photos with my phone and then uh, I think my phone got broken or something. Um, so basically, I don't really have much access to those photos anymore. And I don't remember the trip very much. Like I remember like flashes, but I don't remember like the details. And that's kind of a shame. Like I took the whole trip and I didn't really you know, I don't have anything to look back on and I didn't post much about it. So there's just like not much, um, I don't know, like breadcrumbs or clues to like re-trigger those memories. So yes, another aspect is just like, make, like printing out intentionally which photos you want to, like, which memories, I guess, you want to remember and have it be discoverable again. Like every time you flip through the album, you'll see it again, like, and then you'll remember it again. Yeah, I remember, um, yeah, so my, like, parents also have those big, you know, albums at home where everything was, you know, printed out all from film, obviously, so they're not, like, super polished pictures. But you're right, there is something about, isn't it, about having that, you know, physically, and if you're sitting on the sofa and you've taken out a big album to, like, flip through and then somebody comes and sits next to you, that's a much more, like, intentional and engaged sort of moment, isn't it, of being able to, like, tell stories and, like, reflect back on things, remember you know remember all those moments rather than trying to flick through I don't know something on a something on a phone you're totally right that is I think that's so wonderful and it's actually it's really interesting that um you said that uh, so, sort of how that came about in terms of you guys having like an hour session where you just brainstorm going back I guess to sort of you know starting a business with friends I guess you guys were maybe you know you were part of that world looking into entrepreneurship but the way that you then go about that and then make a plan. I wonder if you could speak a little bit about that for people who perhaps have a thought, but maybe they'd like to do something with their friends, but maybe aren't coming from a background of business or a background of like entrepreneurship. You know, how do you go about even starting that process? Obviously, like as a whole degree course and a whole world, but any sort of little like any little nuggets. I was just gonna go speak uh, about the hour sessions that we have, the hour brainstorm think tank we call it. Um, I think that was really helpful because, um, and we really recommend that to anyone who we want to start, especially with a friend, and that we don't really know where to start, kind of scared to commit. I think that that was a great way for us to kind of just dip our toes into like the waters and see if. Uh, just like not pressure ourselves too much, but still keep things going. So essentially um, set an hour um, or I don't know, whatever time you want to spend every week with your friend, like put it in your calendar. If you use calendar, Anari and I both use Google calendars when we were in college. So we just like schedule that. And it's like a recurring thing that happens every week. So it's essentially a, like a recurring meeting. And um, we would just like always do it every week. And um, we don't really have an agenda. We don't really have like, well, sometimes we do, but it's basically just a dedicated hour session where we will talk about this idea and think about ways to either make it reality or we do like, you know, we look at what other things out there, like, I guess, competitor research, but essentially we're just Googling things and like looking at like, getting inspired, essentially. Um, 
you know, looking at like, just like brainstorming. That's like the most fun part, right? It's like, oh, what if we do this? Like, oh my gosh, like we could totally do this. This is like super cool. Um, and then, you know, we just like have like a running like Word document where we just like write down, like document whatever comes up in those sessions. And sometimes we, you know, end up with action items. We're like, okay, like, you know what? Like, let's let's look at this. Like both of us, like you look at that and I like think about this and then let's come back again, like in the next session and like talk about that. So these sessions, even though they're very like short, I guess, um, relative to the week, they keep things going. So you always have like something new to talk about. Even if you didn't do anything else in the week, related to the project or the business, like at least you have an hour of work that happened between you and your friend every week and it keeps things going and it builds momentum. And the more you talk about it, the more you get excited and the more you, you know, the more you're motivated you become to actually pursue it. And in area, I think you have other things to say about this too. Um, yeah, I, I totally resonate with that. And I think to add to that, um, I think a lot of people when they're starting a business have this conception that you have to go all in with like all this intensity and passion to like make anything happen. And that's obviously true. Like you need to be dedicated. You need to have passion. But I think like you don't want to burn yourself out by just like committing yourself like intensely in the very beginning. I think there's like a lot of value to taking it slow and like really um, figuring it out consistency I guess is more important than that intensity and I think that's something like I realized a few months in is that we thought we were taking like baby steps in these directions but they're actually pretty significant steps and they really add up over time as long as you just like consistently do them and I guess to speak to your earlier point of how do you figure things out like if you don't have like formal education or anything like that in entrepreneurship I will say that I love the entrepreneurship program and stuff like that, but a lot of it was so theoretical. And when it came down to actually doing something like actually finding a manufacturer in China or actually like figuring out business licenses or taxes, like no one teaches you that stuff. It's kind of just like a mindset that you have to have of like, I don't know anything about this, but we're just going to figure it out patiently um, by just like doing a lot of research and reaching out to people, I guess, who've done this in the past and just like bombarding them with a lot of questions. So like, I guess if you've never done anything like this before, I think that shouldn't be something that stops you. I guess you kind of just have to figure it out on the way. And it's exciting to figure it out on the way. Yeah, I have something to add to that, actually, in terms of like, how do I start if, if I don't have business knowledge or I think in general, how do you start? Um, I think there's two sides of the equation i guess one is kind of the more practical um practical like tactical things that you have to do when you start a business so like for us like how do we manufacture these things like how do we figure out business licenses taxes like all of that that's like very like practical day in day out and those kinds of things like you will never learn in college and you'll just have to figure out on the fly and you know like some ad advice like for that is how do you figure out those things is you just like read all the blog posts you go on tiktok like i, I we, we've learned a lot on tiktok um, you know, like those like educational videos that just kind of give you tidbits of like their knowledge. Um, and then a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of uh, just like Googling essentially and just like like figuring out, like, reaching out to people who've done that before and like learn from them and also just like doing it yourself, right? And then the other side of the equation though, I do think that an area, we probably don't realize this, but we have been in the business world for a long time. So a lot of the strategic thinking and a lot of the framework and the way we like run our meetings and the way we think about like the future, the strategy or like anything like that around business is quite different, I think, from maybe someone who hasn't, has never been in the business world, has never think, 
thought about like companies or you know entre- like things in an entrepreneurial mindset or I would say like I guess just like in the more like business kind of thinking I'm like doing like the quote unquote because I didn't want to make it seem like it's super uh and it's not it's not that big of a deal but I think it, it there's like a different lens to look at things and one way to kind of grow your uh perspective like looking at things from like a more like entrepreneurial and strategic perspective i guess is i guess i just consume a lot of the more theoretical um i guess theoretical knowledge out there like you can read books i think there's a lot of like really good podcasts that speak to this like shopify has a podcast that interviews like other um business owners that you know would talk about these things and you kind of just like immerse yourself like it doesn't really have any like tactical like step-by-step um things that you can like get out of it but it's kind of just like retraining your mindset and looking at business in a certain way and kind of becoming more and more strategic in your thinking rather than just doing like you know like it like the tactical parts help with the day-to-day and actually getting things started and it's really really important but the other part is also i think it helps your business grow and it helps you know how do you like put your business in the right direction and um i don't know like how do you like execute branding properly and how do you like tar- like segment your market and things like that like i think those things come from just immersing yourself in the more like theoretical business knowledge um and i i don't know if anyone's like looking for book recommendations or anything like that but I, but i guess like if you've never you know really immersed yourself in that entrepreneurship culture or anything like that I think like great starting points are books called um, The Lean Startup, Value Proposition Design, and then The Visual MBA. The last one is just essentially a bunch of doodles that try to convey a lot of complex business thoughts and concepts. Um, they're pretty well known in like the entrepreneurship world, but they're great like starter books, I guess, to like sort of understand strategy and things like that. Oh, great. Thank you. I think that's all really, like really helpful. And I hadn't actually sort of... Um, probably thought about it in a sort of a mindset point of view or being immersed in that kind of world but um yeah those, those are really helpful points um, and and sort of linking on from that you know how do you then navigate as friends like what you do like your roles and responsibilities and um, there are probably elements that perhaps one of you either like better or maybe just you know it's maybe one of your strengths compared to the other person you know how do you sort of work that out and yeah navigate doing that as friends um I like to call Sammy our chief spreadsheet officer because she's so good at spreadsheets um so I guess there are things that we're naturally good at differently um I love like debugging random technical stuff Sammy hates that with a passion Sammy is very good at financial stuff so she kind of naturally takes over that so I guess there's some level of like what are we good at um There's one aspect of like location. So we have sellers licenses and stuff in California. So I kind of have to like fulfill orders. So that's just kind of logistical that has to happen. Um, But I think after that, it just becomes a point of like delegating between ourselves. I think we kind of both just do everything. When you are two people, you kind of just have to do everything sometimes. Um, So we really just have an understanding of like how to delegate. So every week we have our think tanks where we'll just like talk about what we need to do. Um, and we sort of plan our sprints within a week and just kind of split tasks, but, you know, evenly, I guess, and then make sure we get them done. Um, I don't know, Sammy, do you have like more to add to that? I think you've covered it pretty well. It's pretty informal between us. Like whoever can take, like 
whoever has more time that week or, you know, like we kind of just delegate to him like, oh yeah, I'll be down to take that task. And then, you know, like, can you take this task? And then um, we kind of just reconvene the next week and, and, you know, that the whole cycle like recontinues. But I think, I think um, the, the point that you made in area about like playing into our strengths is quite important. Like um, I think we both have pretty different working styles. Um, I think we touched that, touched upon that um in the in the beginning like, i haven't really sat down and thought about what is it that's different about working styles i don't know if you've like thought about it more but i think we definitely like complement each other um and i think yeah i don't know and do you have more thoughts about how our working styles are different i know that it is i just yeah. haven't really like defined it um but i think it plays a role into like how we took on different roles different hats and like different tasks when when we uh you know do project memory things yeah, it's kind of weird because I also just know intuitively that our working styles are we've never like done a retro or sit down and, you know, call that out differently, I guess. Um, I think in one way the you know, just like work habits I guess are different. Like I tend to work in spurts almost of like extreme productivity and I think Sammy has a more consistent sort of approach to it. I don't know how that changes the way we work, but I think that's like one aspect of it. Um, I think I don't know. This is really hard. Maybe we should sit down, have a dedicated meeting to figure out how we're different. I <laughs> yeah, I think so. Too. That's, that's interesting. Um, interesting. I'm trying to like, articulate. I wanted I wanted to speak to that point, but I, I realized I don't really know exactly how <laughs> we're different. Um, but sometimes I think you don't even like need to know. So I remember um, like whenever I was um, at uni and we were studying for exams, a lot of the time I like to study alone, but there were some exams that, you know, it works better if you do some studying with somebody and you have to ask each other questions or we do mind maps, you know, like on the wall together or that kind of thing. And, and in our little like gang, gang of um, people, I had like a few sort of like really close friends and things, but there were some who I was like really best friends with that actually we didn't work well together whenever we were like studying together. And you would work with like with, you know, a different friend and she would like work with somebody else. It's the way you can be friends with people who are completely different from you but somehow you just gel. And then it's just working, I guess, how that, um, you know, works then in the business world as well, because that's taking it to another step, isn't it? Like you have still are friends, but you also then have to make like a business partnership work. Talking of which, actually, do you think being in business together has changed your friendship in any way? Oh, that's a good question. We have different opinions on this. This is interesting. Um, I guess it's definitely brought us closer, I would say. I think we're just like constantly talking to each other um, in an interesting way where sometimes we don't realize where the line is between friendship and business because like we're constantly texting each other with like ideas or random things that happen to us and it all just feels like one conversation. Um, so I remember I was talking to Sammy the other day and I was like, do you think we're putting enough hours into this? And we were both feeling like we weren't. And then we realized that actually we talk all the time and sure, we talk about really random things like buying boots and random stuff like that but we also really like casually talk about a lot of business stuff and like get a lot of stuff done on the go I guess um so I guess yeah it's kind of just like blended everything we talk about I don't know has it changed our friendship you think Sammy I think it just brought us closer honestly yeah no I would agree to that I think one caveat I would say though I have to, I've actually been more intentional it's like well, I shouldn't like only message an area when I'm talking about project memory like I shouldn't just be like hey like have you done this task or like wait look what happened to the shop like I when I'm like well we should actually talk about other things too like like let's talk about that boots that you want to buy you know like all those like how was Seattle when you were um you know going on your trip because 
I feel like sometimes, like, if I look at my chat with you, it's just like, oh, it's all just like business stuff. And it doesn't feel like we're just talking about business stuff, you know? So, um, it's pretty much part of our relationship and part of like our lives. But like, I wanted to be more intentional about that. But also, I, I also said to Anari at some point, I was just like, yeah, I think, but if we weren't doing this business together, like, I probably wouldn't talk to you as much as we do now we literally talk every day and i don't talk to my friends literally every day like i have friends and they're like super dear to me but um i'm pretty bad with just like texting in general because my days are always really hectic so i definitely don't um talk to them as much as i talk to you and that's partly because um we have like a lot of stuff to talk about but also that brings us closer because you know like we talk to each other a lot and we communicate a lot um and so, like, you know, even when we're talking about project memory, I don't know, I know what's happening in your day-to-day life because, you know, the, kind of just, the conversation kind of blends. So, yeah, I, you know, all in all, I think it brought us closer and I don't think there's any, like, problems or anything that has come out of it. So, that's, that's good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sammy, I really think you should buy those boots, by the way. Always buy the boots. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so close to buying it because we we had the same boots. Um, like we have our eyes in the same boots, and she's had it on her in her cart, like for the longest time. And I was like, I also wanted to buy those boots, and I like told myself I was gonna buy it, and then I just never did. And she finally pulled the trigger and bought it, um, like a couple weeks ago. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like it's my turn. Like I should buy it too. Anymore, now you can share things. That's one of the good things about living with friends is that you know, like, if you've got the same, you know, shoe size, you can share each other's stuff. <laughs> and, and I wonder if you could talk a wee bit about I just think it's really inspiring that um, you had this, you know, desire to start this and you did it even though you both are working in different cities, many hours across, you know, the states from each other in different time zones, just starting, you know, different jobs outside of graduation and have this as well which you're working on really hard there's so many things there and the fact that COVID happened that could have put you off driving it forwards or maybe even starting it um, and I was just wondering what your th- thoughts were really around that. Yeah I think um, so post-graduation was just a very difficult time because there's so much uncertainty and so much going on um, I guess for context like for me I did an internship um, at Lyft which is the company I'm working at now right after my graduation so for a few months but then after that I had no idea what I was doing I was still waiting to hear back if they would give me a full-time position going back and stuff like that um so I actually had a few months off because of COVID um where I just didn't know what I was doing or anything like that um and then Sammy also like had her start date for her job pushed so she was supposed to start I believe in August and then ended up having to start in January so she also had like a big amount of time um with, you know, no direction or just a lot of uncertainty. And I think she also had, she can speak to it more, but like visa issues and stuff like that, that made it even more stressful for her. Um, But I think in a weird way, that was a blessing in disguise for Project Memory, because we did have like months where we could just dedicate a lot of time to this. Um, It was still very rough, but I think I've sort of looking back, come to see it as the silver lining and the good thing that came out of the pandemic, I guess, where I had a chance where I could just go to Chicago and live with Sammy for a month and just like, you know, go all heads down and like brainstorm and come up with ideas. Um, I was essentially almost working on it full time, I guess, because I had all this time off. 
it wasn't great for my wallet, but was great, you know, in the long term in terms of learning and all these things. Um, so I kind of see it as like, it was really rough. And I guess looking back now, I can say that it was, um, you know, things worked out and everything happened for the best. But during those months, I guess it was just really hard and just anchoring to anything that we were exciting about really kept me going. So like really just putting my whole heart into this and just trying to make it work was something that kind of kept me going at that time. Yeah, I would add to that. So when I was in that six months, kind of like not doing anything or like not really being employed, not really being in school, I was also interning um, at an e-commerce, um, like pajamas company to kind of just uh, maintain my visa status. Like I have to work and also, um, you know, it, it gave me something to do. But basically my days were just split between like doing that and also project memory. And when that ended, it was just like all project memory. Um, I think it was not very difficult to do it I guess in terms of like um being together in the same location and like looking at like physical samples and all that like being apart made it a little difficult like an area had to come to Chicago and um like I recently went to the Bay Area as well to kind of just stay there for a month to like help out with project memory so there's a lot of like traveling in between and the pandemic had made it possible because everything is work from home but definitely, I think we've been uh, struggling a little bit. Like, I'm just going to be honest, like with, with work, with work um, full time and also like trying to manage uh, project memory. And yeah, like we're, just, we're, we're still trying to figure out, figure out how to do it. And it's not, it's not like all easy. Like my, my work hours is pretty long. Um, consulting is usually not a nine to five job. And Anari has a lot of orders to fulfill because this is like, our you know our shop is ramping up as also our jobs are ramping up so um it's been a little stressful at times sometimes you look at your business and you realize you could be doing so much more you're like there's like so many things that we could improve on and it's not like we don't know it we don't know it's not like we don't know what to do like no like these are these are like areas that need improvement or things that we could be doing to like improve the business but we simply just don't have time because we're just running what's needed like like there's barely enough time to do what is needed to run essentially um so that's how i've been feeling recently about like you know the whole like being a part and also um working full-time and also trying to run this at the same time but yeah definitely i think uh, a lot of time management uh, skills need to be improved and um just like managing expectations and also like being understanding when like i don't know like when one one person's work hours just became a little unmanageable for that week or, you know, just like other things going on um, has really helped us like run this whole thing with all of this situation. I also think one little extra thing that's kind of helped during this time. Um, I've noticed that Sammy and I both are more mindful of the wins now. I think like every little thing that goes well, like we take a moment to actually acknowledge because that provides a lot of motivation um, when, you know, we are super stressed, there's just so much to do, like celebrating every little thing that's going well is a big, big, like driver, I guess, when it comes to motivation. That's, oh, you're so right. That is so important. And actually that probably, you know, stands with your like ethos anyway, around sort of memories and capturing like the day to day, you know, capturing every little win is also important, isn't it? And um, I'm so grateful that you guys have shared um, all of this with us, you know, just as you're starting starting out on this journey and how it is going to change and I'm sure businesses you know because of the pandemic because you're in new jobs and everything things are really going to change and evolve for you and I'm really grateful for you yeah that you've shared sort of these initial 
initial things that you've been finding as you've started things together. And do you have any particular sort of hopes sort of moving forward over maybe this next, you know, six months, a year? Do you have any, and it's difficult to sort of make really proper plans at the moment still, but, you know, do you have any sort of hopes or plans for forward over the year? Oh, yeah, always. Um, there's so many things we want to do. I think I'm excited about so many different things. Um, I think as a broad concept, just making memory keeping a thing, like we keep using this word, you know, casually, but we want it to be more, um, I guess, widely assumed amongst people. Um, I think community building is something that I'm really excited about, like building a community, whether it's social media, in terms of people who love preserving their memories, or like just other small businesses, other e-commerce businesses, just like building a space, I guess, for people to sort of share knowledge, share their experiences around memory keeping is something that's super exciting. I think every single time we hear about like how someone's using our photo album or our journals and how they're sort of preserving their memories is really exciting. So we just, you know, want to create sort of a forum for that and a place for that to really come to light more. Um, so that's really something I'm really excited about. And then I think in general, just adding more products is always super fun. Um, so whether that's more kinds of photo albums, more kinds of physical memory keeping tools, I guess, um, it's just always super exciting. That's always difficult to do because we're constrained by either money or space or time. Um, but just really expanding ways in which we can empower people to preserve their memories is, as a concept, I guess, is something that I'm really excited about. Um, I don't know, Sammy. What do you have in mind? What are we doing? I have one more thing to add. I think um, throughout this journey so far, like I think we've like, um, how many months are we in this? Maybe like six or seven months. Um, we've been able to connect with so many cool people online through Project Memory. Like we connected with influencers. We connected with other small business owners. We did collaborations. We, you know, jumped on phone calls with like other people just to kind of like, shared exchange notes almost just like hey how are you doing this like oh we're doing it this way like that's so interesting you know so it's like we've met a lot of really amazing inspiring people through this project through this business and i think i am very excited to continue that um we actually just sold out of our first like production run so we're like waiting to get stocked back and we we're trying to like uh use this time to kind of rest recharge reflect and also connect with more small businesses and more people who might inspire us and, you know, what we might learn from and maybe they can learn from us too. And I just, I guess I'm just really grateful. I was looking back at our Instagram and all the people that we've tagged, all of the people that like comment on our posts, like regularly now. And it's just nice that this business has enabled us to connect with all these other people as well. So it's almost more than just like a product or a brand. It's kind of like a vehicle for us to also meet these new people. Um, and that's something that I'm really excited about as well. That's amazing. And I wonder if you guys maybe just share where people can um, find you online to find out more about Project Memory and, you know, see all the beautiful things that you do, read your blog. Where's the best to find you? Yeah, I think Instagram is probably the best place to connect with us. We're pretty responsive and um, active there. So that's just at projectmemory.co. That's also our website, I guess, projectmemory.co. And then we're also active on TikTok and we're growing our Pinterest as well with all Project Memory co-handles, I guess. Perfect. Great. I'll put all those in the show notes so that people can easily, easily come find you and, and see all the lovely things that you do. So thank you ever so much for, for this time, for everything that you shared. And um, it's just been so wonderful to hear about, you know, all the things that you're doing. So thank you so much. I'm ready to listen to that again and redigest more.
Thank you to Aneri and Sammy. I hope you feel the joy and goodness of their business and feel inspired and enthused to be intentional about preserving your own memories, but also empowered with some new actionable ways of going about making a business with your friend happen. Hi, I love all the different stories we hear on this podcast. Thank you so much for listening, for your time and your support. If you have any suggestions or people you would like to hear from, please do get in touch. I would love to hear from you. And please rate and review so more lovely people get the chance to hear these stories too. Much love to you all on International Friend Day. Thank you.